stuck in this cycle of anxiety can have you out here feeling like scrambled eggs. You don't know whether you're coming or going, but you just know that whatever is ahead of you, this big thing that's causing your adrenaline to just go, has you feeling stuck in so many different ways, especially within your home as you're managing all the things with the kids and the husband and the games and the activities and all the things in between. Today, I want to share with you how to disrupt the cycle of anxiety with a special announcement on how to do this and go with me even further at the end. So I always believe that disruption is necessary for a new direction. Listen, I am in this phase of my life where I cannot do a whole lot of hard cardio. I'm not going to be running up nobody's street. I'm not going to be doing a whole bunch of sit-ups and push-ups and pull-ups. I'm not saying that I ever once was the type of person, but certainly not now. In fact, I think my body is changing in ways that I never expected it to change, but here we are, okay? But I'm thinking about being more conscious about my body and how it reacts to certain foods and how it reacts to certain exercises and just like being holistic about my approach to taking care of this temple that I have. And so one of the things that I've been working on is doing what the TikTok youngster people call a 12, 330. I believe that's what they call it. So essentially you get on a treadmill and you have the incline on 12 and you're walking at a speed of three, and you're gonna do that for 30 minutes. Now, when I first heard about this, I was like, coach, that's a piece of cake. I can do this. I, I, I can get on this treadmill and do this 12, 30, three, or whatever it's called. I can do that, no problem. So I get on the treadmill, and I attempt to do said 12, 3, 30. Listen, my legs felt like jello, but I was able to complete my first little rounds of this exercise because I kept coming back to the fact that in order for something to change, there needs to be a disruption in the current cycle. And it's the same thing when it comes to anxiety. You need something to interrupt the cycle that you've been in. For a lot of my clients, being in a position where anxiety has served you well, perfectionism has served you well up into this point in your life where you have kids and you have a husband and you have this home that you want to build and in that culture of, of itself. You want to honor God in the way that you're showing up in those two roles, right? Anxiety is no longer doing that for you. And so there needs to be a place where you say, you know what, anxiety, this is the end. This is where I stop ruminating over things over and over and over again, where I stop overthinking about what could happen, where I stop overthinking about what I could have said, should have said. And even when it comes very specifically in your marriage and with your children, right? Like I see a lot of my clients come in and they talk about this, you know, system and cycle of resentment that they're in and out with their husband. He doesn't understand me. He's doing this in this particular way. I feel like I have the mother load and he's not hearing me out, right? So over time, resentment is built. And then with their kids, they have this anxious to anger cycle where they're anxious about their kids being behavior. They don't know what to do. They don't want to spank, but sometimes they find themselves doing such things because they don't have a replacement um, behavior to do and cut that anxiety out or manage that anxiety in the process. Well, when you have developed a pattern over and over again of, you know, thinking in the way of anxiety, doing in the way of anxiety, then 
that's kind of what you live out day to day. So what do I mean by kind of in that path of anxiety? Anxiety is coming to you and telling you that there's something on the other side of a conversation with your husband, a disagreement with him, your child's behavior, right? There's something on the other side of that, that you're not going to be okay when you get there. You won't be safe. You're going to be alone. You're going to have to figure and fight it out by yourself. And on the inside, you don't want that to happen. So either you lash out and become reactive or you shut down and suppress the emotions that come um, with anxiety. So that cycle, if you're like, uh-huh, yeah, got it, been there, done that, got the t-shirt and the hat, then come with me. So here are a few ways that you can disrupt the anxiety cycle. First is recognizing that anxiety is the symptom of a larger problem. The enemy would love to have you believe that your anxiety started with you, that you are just kind of in this hole and mewling over things and your thoughts are your responsibility to fix. He would love to have you think that you can do your way out of anxiety by trying to perfect things and outrun or outdo anxiety. But the truth is there is a root to your anxiety. There is something there that is causing you to believe that you need it. And if you don't listen to it, if you don't need it in your life, then you'll be left to fend for yourself. If you've ever gone to a house that has like a basement in it, but you can't actually tell that it has a basement, I guess you, I guess you can't really tell that any house has a basement, but listen, okay, just keep going with me. But you go into this house and it has, you know, you go in and it looks wonderful and great on the top and you can see the things that you can see and you go underneath and you're like, coach, y'all got a whole nother bunker situation down here. What, you, what are you planning for? Do you know something I don't know? I mean, y'all got like three, four, five houses down here in the basement alone. There is a whole system working that is being lived off of underneath the surface. When we think about anxiety, it's kind of the same way. There's some things happening underneath the surface, some beliefs and operations that are fueling your anxiety patterns. And until you get to a place where you are able to recognize what those things are and how they're showing up in both your marriage and motherhood, then you keep trying to dance along with anxiety, thinking she's your friend and she's really your enemy. Which brings me to my next point, being able to identify your anxiety blind spots when it comes to what I call a stale marriage or passing down anxiety to your kids. So let me tell you what I mean by stale marriage. So if you've ever been around a couple who's been married for, let's say decades, um, and the only way that you know that they're married is because they're around each other all the time. You can't tell that they love each other because there's no true affection, there's no true intimacy in the way that they care or look or look after each other. It's just like, coach, they live in the same house. They have conversations about what they're going to do. And that's about it. I call that a stale marriage. You just exist in between signed papers. There's no true covenant, no true relationship and connection within that marriage. I believe that anxiety can be the gateway to ending up in a stale marriage. If you are anxious about bringing certain things to your husband, then it shuts off your ability to be vulnerable with him. So you don't, you stop being vulnerable or you stop communicating. And then over the years, as you grow and you evolve, your husband doesn't because you haven't let him in. And I've talked to a lot of clients who are like, I just want to be, 
Like, I want to be vulnerable. I want to be soft with my husband, right? I want to be able to get out of the stale day-to-day. We're doing this with the kids and this is happening. Like, I want to get back to the point where I feel that connection with my husband. And I would say that that's not an impossible thing, but it does take work. And it takes working through anxiety about communicating, being wrong, anxiety about the disconnection that might be caused when you actually do speak up and say something that is truly bothering you. And when it comes to passing down anxiety to your kids, if you are in this phase where you're like, you know what, I'm so focused on not being my mom, I'm so focused on not giving my kids the environment that I was in when I was a kid. And you're like, I gotta get out, I gotta be present 100% of the time, and I gotta put them in all the activities 100% of the time, and I gotta do this, and I gotta do that, it's gotta look this way, it's gotta look great. Great to just listen to me talk about it like that. I know you're exhausted, because that's exhausting to try to combat a whole system that came before you. That's not the way to in the cycle of passing down anxiety and childhood wounds. The way that you do it is by finding the healthy alternative, right? Not just by doing the opposite of what your parents did. When you are driven by anxiety and your kid's behavior go against your expectation of what it means to be a good mom or your expectation of what it means for them to be good kids, you become anxious and then that leads to mom rage and the yelling and before you know it, Yes, you are connected to your kids, but there's a sense of regret that you have around doing certain things that, or repeating certain patterns that your parents did, whether that is yelling, shutting down, giving the silent treatment, spanking, not truly ever teaching the behavior and only just punishing the behavior. So changing family cycles and breaking those family dysfunctional cycles in your family can come from your ability to overcome your anxiety. So your anxious thoughts are not seeping into your marriage. They're not seeping into motherhood, which leads me into my invitation to you to join me at my upcoming free training called Disrupt the Anxiety Cycle as a Christian Wife and Mom. This training is happening February 25th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're gonna be covering and diving deeper into what I just shared with you today. How to get to the root of what's triggering your anxiety in the first place. How to identify those anxiety blind spots so there's not seeping into your marriage or motherhood. And a three-step framework on how you can detach anxiety from your identity as a whole, your marriage and your motherhood so you can build deeper, more profound and fulfilling connections with your husband and kids. I hope to see you at the training. Until next time, peace up, peace in, peace out.